0: Well, and, 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 you know, some programs it's, it's uh, you know, sometimes the the turnover is different. So, you know, you can see results in year one, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I I've, I've kept telling people that I'm not I'm really not worried about the, the future with coach Cristobal. I, I mean, I think we all kind of anticipated some learning curves year one and some problems, but obviously, you know, it, it hasn't been, it's been a little bit worse than we thought, but I mean, these results don't, Like they're not having me worried or anything.
1: I see you in here, Brevin. Y'all see Brevin Jordan in it. Brevin, want to speak?
2: Uh, I think I. Hold on. Is that okay? Y'all see Brevin? Um,
1: yeah, you can come up and speak if you want to speak. What's up, Malik? What's going on? Man, I'm at the house chilling. You know, I'm excited. uh, Finalizing some events for this NFT project that I have. You know, and hopefully. Miami come up with a dub this weekend, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens versus GT.
2: Oh, man, we need that dub. We need some type of something <laughs> something to give us something to cheer about this weekend, man. Um, uh, I haven't been paying too much attention to Georgia Tech, um, but obviously they're not as good as um, the previous teams we've been playing, but we aren't either, so <laughs> hopefully, man, we can get this <laughs> dub. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, but they win. beat a couple teams. So I'm actually pull up their record. I'm pretty sure they
3: beat um,
1: one they or two beat. teams that beat us. Let
3: me see. Yeah, we 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 got to win two of the last three games just to get old. what,
1: bro?
4: Got to yeah, win. Up, we, we
3: have to win. No cap. Yeah, we we need those practices. Yeah, yeah, they I think beat Duke.
1: We, I think we we we. I think so. I, I, I'll tell y'all this: they beat Duke. They beat Pittsburgh at Pitt. And those are two, I mean, we leave Duke and Pittsburgh is going to be one of our last games. So, I mean, the team that we're playing is not – I know their stats might not – or even you watch Times play, like, they're not – might not be the best we played in the last couple games. But, I mean, they're a team that at least beat a team that beats us. And, I mean, if you guys watch the way that pitch run game is, like, that's a hell of a run game. So, to hold them to 21 points, I mean, it's not going to be a bad Georgia Tech team that we
3: play. Well, they've been playing better since they fired their coach. I will give them credit. They're rallying around that assistant that they got.
0: Oh yeah, I think the pit one came after the new coach came in.
3: Yeah,
2: is the is the is they quarterback playing though? The um, what's the name? The the, the, the one who be running, the black quarterback. Up, uh, I forget his name.
1: Yeah. Sam, <laughs> is, he, is he playing this week? That's a good question. I personally have no idea. I know. I see Daniel got a question.
0: Go oh ahead, yeah, Danny. What's up? What's up hey, guys. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. i got to say the last three games, best case scenario, beat Tech and beat Pitt. Clemson, you know, I, I already have that as a loss right there. So you figure six and six, like you said, we need the extra practices. That's the best case scenario. I call this week a must win. If we don't win Saturday, we're not going bolt we're, we're home for the holidays this year.
1: If we don't win Saturday, we might not win another game this year. To be to be honest with you, I don't I don't think them boys are gonna have it. You lose your tech at tech, you're gonna get your brains beat in by Clemson and you're gonna have no confidence going into pit. The fans definitely not gonna show up. It's just like they gotta win this game to even like have some type of positivity in that locker room because obviously Clemson's gonna be a hell of a game. I mean, I know they lost last week, but I mean that team's gonna be playing like crazy versus us in uh at, I think it's called Def No, Death Valley's LSU, wherever their stadium's called.
0: Uh, it's, you're right. It is Death Valley.
1: Uh, yeah, Death Valley then. Let me. Tell hey, you Malik,
3: this. Malik. I we had a you. we had a packed house for Florida State, man. Them boys came out and shit the bed. I don't really think the fans matter at this point. They just and need that to come was out jumping, and do bro. their job. On it TV? was jumping like a motherfucker. Bro, yeah, Revin, watching it that shit was
1: crazy in the box, bro. I had like bubble. I had AR. Bro, I was damn, so sick, bro. I had I had watching it, bro. Then, bro. I was like, damn, bro,
3: man, it's crazy.
1: bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, sometimes like shit gets real like i'll put it like this my freshman year we played florida state and i I promise you i'll never forget this the year that they had Jameis winston um it was 2014 and the opening kickoff we had someone run back from the sideline and said man them niggas are real out there and i was like what like you ain't think miami florida state rivalry was gonna be real like that you know what i mean i think that was kind of the same thing that happened to them it was pretty much the same thing that happened when we played notre dame like when you play a team one team's gonna out prep and at the end of the day, it's kind of what I saw on the radio, all that hooping and hollering, all that, you know, extra shit. All that stuff's cool until you get hit in the mouth. And when you play Florida State, you know, when you play Clemson, they're going to hit you in the mouth. So it's just like I, I kind of said it for a while, like it's thing that 2017 had to do. Like it's cool to get energized. It's cool to have fun and whatever you want to do because it's Florida State week. But at the end of the day, it's it, it's a football field and that team across is going to play. And it's like I but, think low key that happened that, you know, they let some of the hype get to them. And when they got hit in the mouth, they clearly didn't know how to
0: respond to it. Yeah, but like that week, going into FSU, what was the mindset like, knowing that you had lost six or seven in a row to FSU, what was the mindset of practice that week going up to Tallahassee? Uh,
1: make them human, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I felt like, obviously, the fans were were really big into it. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I was a fan, too, so I understand the rivalry. Um, you know, a lot of the guys were... were, were making it so big because you know we haven't beat them in seven years oh yeah we haven't beat them in this many years you haven't done this and that and it's like bro y'all make these guys sound like they don't put their pants on like that like they don't put their socks on you know what i mean like, Man, boys I was like bro, just make it a football game you know what i mean like literally make it a football game like prep for them like the same way you prep for Florida. that yes you should do extra but your day-to-day cycle like what you do versus like north carolina do none of that's your change but your focus like the attention to detail like small stuff that you do that's what really changes and i and i felt like that's one thing that we did good going into that week was, like, you know, we made them into any other football team that we played prior. We didn't make it, like, Miami-Forest State. Even though that's what it was, we're like, bro, the football feels the same. The stadium's still a stadium. Like, we still got to go out there. It's still 11 on 11. I feel like, you know, as a player, when you can see it as that and you see it as the football game, and, yes, at the end, you, like, we beat Florida State, but I feel like some kids, you know, they buy into the hype, and then when, when the lights come on and you get hit in the mouth, like, that's when you see who prepped and who was ready. Yep. And what was Maliki. the right
0: fact? From, from Tallahassee following the game on the plane back to Miami. Oh my God,
1: that, the flight back was crazy. I was so sore, and all I remember was Chad Thomas and Kendrick Norton walk up to me, and we said, listen, everyone's going, I think it was like live that night, like, we're all going to live. I'm letting you know, you ain't going nowhere this weekend. Like, I don't care. So, like, it was kind of funny, you know, um, but that's how serious we're about football. Like, obviously, we're going to have our fun, but we at least made sure that we won before you know, we went out, party, things along those lines. Um, But it was definitely a uh one of my favorite flights back, because I know everyone was just smiling, like there was no grumpy. Like whether you play good, bad, like no one cared, you know what I mean? Because we haven't beat FSU in so long, it was like we finally got that, like where where to get that like boulder off our show, you know what I mean? For all those years, like you just go back and you look at it, like before that 2017 team, it really wasn't even a rivalry no more. Like yeah, the fans thought as rivalry, but like if you look at it from who's winning, who's losing, like we get our brains beat in. Um, So it's like I'm glad that you know that 2017 was able to like pull it back. You know, obviously a couple years after. Um, we were able to win back to back. So like hopefully um next year they can uh break their one game winning streak. Shit, it's yeah, it's two games
2: man. <clears throat> Yeah, it's two games, man. Malik, I was to ask, I, I always wanted to ask you this question. On that last drive um 2017, um I think I think um Varios had ended up getting hurt. Barrios got hurt, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Amar was hurt too. So when, when Langham comes in, is that the, is, is, is that the guy you was um, supposed to go to, or you just said in your head, man, I'm going just throw it to him because I
1: feel good about this moment? Yeah, so to be honest with you, the guy that I really wanted to throw the ball to was Kager. Um, at the time, you know, Kager um, that year was making a lot of plays behind Amon Richards. Um, you know, Amon went down, Braxton did go down. So usually Cager would have been the guy that I throw that ball to. Um, but because both those guys were done, we put Cager to the field, Daryl to the boundary. And uh, obviously they knew um that you know Cager played more so that safety cheated to the field. And I was like, No, either I could like force this ball, which is what usually happens. Most people, what happens is when a big time play happens, they try to make a big time play. You know what I mean? Instead of just saying, Hey, like, I'm gonna do my job. My rule is in cover one man, where's the safety? Okay, he's to my left, I'm throwing right. And that's all I did. Like, like seriously, like, I didn't look who was out there. Obviously, I, I saw him once I went out there and I, and I knew where my receivers were, but it wasn't like you know, I was in my brain, like, I gotta throw it to Daryl. I need to throw it here. But yeah, there are times where like you know you're gonna get cover one. So you're like, hey, in a cover one man, like I do like cager over Daryl, but but at that moment, like the safety took cager away. So I just took what they give me. And, and and that's just a god honest truth. Um, and it was just a great catch by him and obviously a good throw by me.
0: Also, the concern was with knowing that you had no timeouts, were you worried that on the replay that they were gonna overturn that? touchdown knowing that there was no timeout did you have a play in mind to rush to the nope. line quickly in case of an overturn? I think we did have a timeout. We did have yeah timeout.
1: we had one timeout. We had a timeout. We one timeout. Um, okay. Yeah our okay.
0: plan was to kick a field goal.
1: Um if if that ball would have been incomplete we probably would just kicked the field goal at that point to be honest with you. Malik you
3: can hey, to any of the players right
1: now? Do I talk to any of the players?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah um I'll talk to Tyler you know I talked to Jakari um I'll talk to sometimes um, you know and my biggest thing is, is you know I, I try to be consistent with like talking to them. So I don't think that's like you know I'm only talking to them when they win or I'm only talking to them when they lose um, but my big thing is, you know it's more mental like keep your head up hey no you play hard hey let's like let's get back like let's keep getting better like hey that wasn't your best performance your best days are ahead of you um, you know I think that with these guys they're smart enough to understand when they play good and when they play bad um, the biggest thing is you know is just staying positive like um, you know they're gonna get a lot of criticism from fans they're gonna get a lot of criticism from their coaches and obviously like If you're a good player, you're going to criticize yourself the most. Um, So, you know, like, I'm always just trying to be that positive reinforcement that's, like, I'm not telling you you're perfect. I'm not telling you that, you know, like, you don't need to work. But I'm telling you that, like, you can get better and you will get better. Um, So that's really what I try to just do is be that, like, positive voice in the back of their head um, because I know there is a lot of um, negativity in this world. And what do you hey, think
3: from them in terms of the, the sense of their mindset right now? You think guys are down or you think they're encouraged or what's your sense of how they feeling?
1: Honestly, I think they're trying to figure things out. You know, I, I, I think a lot of fans, these guys are, um, you know, most of our best players are between the age of 18 to 21. You know what I mean? Like one, they're trying to figure out who they are. Secondly, they're trying to figure out who these new guys are in their building. Um, And then I think third, they're just trying to understand like what these guys want. So. I will say that it's, it's not that they're down, but they're definitely trying to figure shit out, if you may to be real. Um, yeah. and, 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 I, and I think that's something that happened with Rick. You know, when Rick came, a lot of people, even myself, like I was trying to figure out this new playbook. I was trying to figure out their terminology. I was trying to figure out, you know, how they read stuff. Because at the end of the day, for you to be a starter, especially like the quarterback position, you got to know and understand what your DC's calling or your OC's calling and why he's calling it. Um, so there is a lot of that, you know, that that bond between like player and coach is very important, especially in college. Um, so I think it's a lot of them just trying to understand that and and I think they're staying positive um obviously they know that they're not their best but I think that they trust the staff they know that you know Miami's done a great job of investing in them and so now they think that like, like you know it's my time to keep working keep getting better so um it's it's definitely not a a, a down or a head down mindset it's more of like we got to get back to work we got to keep working and like they know they got to get better um, I think that's the biggest biggest thing because the only way you can get better is to like realize that you know what I mean I think a lot of them Understand that. <clears throat>
4: yeah. A so,
1: step so, step. man, no, yeah, bro. They not.
4: I mean, I know they down. They probably not down, bro. But, fam, that losing shit sucks so bad, fam. When I was at Miami, fam. I mean, we was my first year. We went six and seven. The next year, we went seven and six. That losing <laughs> shit takes a toll on you. Like, I mean, when you no, lose it, it It takes a major it toll on you, bro. But at the end man. of the day, at the end of the day, what else can they do, fam? Shit don't matter. If you are losing, fam, fuck it. Back to the drawing board. Let's get back to work. It's a process, fam. And I think I think the biggest thing that I've learned since being in the league is the joy, the journey. The journey is the the the, the journey is the gifts, fam. Like you have to learn to enjoy the process. The process you can't look at the destination and be like, "Oh, we're gonna get, you know, we're gonna be national champions overnight." Like shit is what it is. Like what we suck this year. It is what it is. But fuck it, let's back to the drawing board. Let's finish out these next three games, and let's go on to next year, fam. Like, them boys can't be playing the victimization mentality because when I was there. A lot of niggas played that the victimization mentality, in which it, it all, it all, it all showed. They're showed on the field when we played, so it's like, fuck it, back to work. Let's win some games, bro. It's a process. Yeah,
1: I also think too, and 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 it was something that I had to learn, man. It's hard as hell to win every Saturday. You know what I mean? And 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 Ben Brevin, you've been there with us like that. My senior year, like that shit, my junior looked super easy. How hard was it your freshman year?
4: What, bro? That shit was hella hard. Both
1: teams hey, Everybody feel, like It looked sweet though. It looked man, super. It looked that's super one thing easy. That like. You know, that we got a lot of young players that are learning, that are new starters. And obviously we got a lot of good older transfers. But it's like, when you watch teams on film, like, not that good. And when they play us, I promise you, like, most of the teams that we played, unless you're at Clemson or unless you're at Florida State, those kids – to be in Miami, unless Man, you do they, it.
4: they play, they play levels up. Though whenever, mm-hmm. whenever somebody, Tell I me, mean, and like I got level, and that like
1: was something it. I realized early. Like, you feel me, like if I was at UNC, I know where I'm gonna want to be. If I – like, I thought about like if I'm that quarterback, where, 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 which side of the ball do I want to be on, or which right. uniform do I want to wear? Right. People don't and realize it's like though. like our players got to get the mentality that like yeah they might look soft when they're playing you know Duke versus uh Wake Forest, but they don't care about Wake Forest.
4: Right. So. <laughs> At the end of the day, bro, it is what it is. Like it is like I trust Crystal Ball 100 percent but I gotta lie to you. I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot different from when I was there, bro. Like you could just it's a lot different, but it's a process, bro. Like, we gotta give Crystal Ball the time, bro, to to build up what he's trying to build there and get the recruits. I mean, it, it, he I don't even think any of, of the players on the team he recruited. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta just trust the process, bro. Like, they can't play the victimization mentality. They gotta look at it going into the offseason, like, fuck that shit, bro. Like, it, it's a, they got to turn the page, bro. That's that's and that's what we missed, bro. When I was there, bro, like we never just could turn the page. Like we, everybody just played the victimization mentality, and that shit's so dead, bro. Hey, so Malik, Malik,
2: and Brevin, I want to ask you two guys. You you guys play um, um, offensively, offensively. Um, it's a lot of criticism going on about Josh Geddes' um offense. Um, the players not grasping um, his scheme correctly and not executing it right. Uh, can you give us um, your opinion or the facts about why it isn't working, just um, the,
4: as we yeah. all thought it would? Look, bro, Every look, I'm going to tell you like this. Every coach, every play that they drop, whether it's a run play, a counter, a draw, four verts, uh, uh, seams, whatever it is bro they've drawn up that play to score every play that offensive coordinator calls is it's designed to score you know every, like every play has answers to every front every coverage every play has answers to it so it's more I think what it is honestly it's more so I mean the scheme is it's, it's very different obviously I mean we're more of a, a speed team get guys in space just run spray like kind of like what last week did but th- with that is bro guys just got to Buy into the system, and when you when you buy into the system, and even when guys are all wrong, when everybody's wrong, everybody's right. You know what I'm saying? Like every there's always answers to to a front to the coverage, no matter what it is. So it's just I think the players just got to buy in and just, and just trust. It's it's a little bit different. It's a different skin. They run a lot of tight end counters and a lot. They run a lot of different stuff. But I think the main thing is they got to just play to the player's strengths, man. They they gotta they gotta adapt, and you can't run what you ran at Michigan. With, you know what I'm saying, six foot six tight ends, six foot five tight ends, and three three bills across the board and expect that to work with a, a team like Miami. You know what I'm saying? We're we're a bunch of speed guys. You guys, let guys get in space and just go to work. And so they got to, I think they just got to, they got to just find it, bro. They got to just trust
1: it. Yeah, so Revan, I will agree with you on a lot of that. Um, I would say this, as long as Mario can recruit the way he does. So if he looks at the staff and says, hey, I know I might not have, the best game called court. I know I might have whatever whatever he's thinking. As long as you can out recruit, and I said there's plenty of. Sp- go back and look at the Alabama team when they had Jared Judy, and anyway, even when they played Oklahoma, when two was a quarterback, and go back and look at when uh, LSU had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. They were running slants, goes, and eight-yard stops. That was it. They ran a couple matches every once in a while. But outside that, they only ran three or four hours, but they were so good at it, you know what I mean? So like, that's how it was
4: with Lashley, bro. With yeah, Lashley, you film me had it, four passes. It's we also four talent. Like
1: you can Lashley, be vanilla. Same thing, Rick. Like, like think about what Rick used to say, "We're gonna line up and we're gonna whip their ass." Well, that shit works when you got all four and five stars in every position. <laughs> right. If you don't got that, you can't work. So that's where it's like, I understand Mario's mindset because he sees it the way that like Kirby and Saban does. It doesn't matter because I'm gonna stay here. So gaddis can be here whoever else can be here like gaddis is probably gonna go somewhere else in a couple of years you're gonna bring someone else in someone else to go somewhere else as long as i can have four and five stars it doesn't matter what fucking play call he calls inside zone outside zone stretch slant rpo go it doesn't matter okay. because our guys are just better than you and so that's where i think when people say you know gaddis needs a play call yes i will say this the offense that he runs does not fit these kids but at the end of the day you can't ask the coach to change his mentality i i will say he does need to adjust his play call some you know like Obviously, like, we're not the best at doing 18-yard drives. So then give these guys chunk plays. Like, let them catch bombs. If they don't catch it, then you say, hey, I gave the guys a shot. They didn't make the plays on goes, posts, and deeper routes. And so we're going to keep adjusting. We're going to keep trying stuff that works. But that, to me, is stuff, you know, he has changed a little bit. Um, but at least from, like, a recruiting standpoint, as long as they can keep, you know, winning the recruiting battles, like, I really don't mind Gaddis being there. Because as long as he can keep pulling in good quarterbacks, good offensive linemen, good receivers, he can call whatever he wants to call It really doesn't matter for him. Nah, facts though. It, it it don't matter though, bro, at, at the end of the
4: day. It really don't because I, I don't mean to compare Lashley and Gattis but, bro, I mean, Lashley was the best OC in my three years that I have at Miami. Lashley was the best hands down and that's because, bro, he made it simple for us, bro. Like, legit we had four pass concepts and off those four pass concepts, we would just tag like the X would run a dig or I would run like a stir. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just West, we, West Coast, that's that's West, West Coast offense, bro. He yeah, played to West our strengths, bro. We had Derek back there and we had Cam and, and then we had speed out on the outsides, bro. So he just played to our strengths, bro. So at the end of the day, like they, them boys gotta just figure it out, bro. It, it, it really is a team, a team game, bro. Like it, it goes back to the OC and to the players, bro. Like I'm reading this tweet, bro, up here. I, I can't I don't even know what to say to this, bro. Like he said, he said we have a very inexperienced group that hasn't responded to adversity. Like like you feel me? I don't like shit like that, bro. Like there there's accountability bro that needs to be held from both standards, bro. Like he needs to be able to look in the mirror and be like, "All right, maybe I'm not calling the right shit." And the players need to be able to look in the mirror and be, say the same thing. But that—that's discommunication. But that's—that's—that's—that's
3: that's, that's off, bro. That ain't—that ain't a good look at all.
4: But it is what it is. Fuck it, like fuck it.
3: You know what I see too, bro. Like you mentioned, it's a team game. You know, we have some good players. I don't think they're meshing very well right now. You know what I'm saying? There's really no cohesion. It doesn't seem like the locker room really rallies around TVD. I think, I think Jake got the locker room more so than TVD does. And um, they got to figure out a way to make that shit, you know, work, man. They got to get them boys together more often and get them doing some things, you know, outside of the, the field uh, to try to build some camaraderie. Because I know when y'all was there, you know, y'all used to kick it tough. You tough. know, On and off the field. You know what I'm saying? So like, can you speak to you know the the necessity to kind of be, you know, close as a as a unit uh when you're playing together on the field? Bro, that is the most important shit ever, bro. Like,
4: I mean, when I was in Miami, I look back in my time in Miami and I, I kinda I kinda I don't, I don't say I regret it, but I regret how I spent my time. I was I used to party my ass off in Miami. I'm from Vegas, so I mean, what do y'all expect? It's not like I went out on a Saturdays. And, and, and didn't show up i just got hurt a lot because of the, how i lived my life i was partying and shit, I was eating ramen at night two o'clock you know what i'm saying but when we like we just always were together but like as a group we always we always was together mike nesta bubba just i mean cam all of us we always was kind of together bro so if that if you don't got that cohesion off the field bro because like when you build that trust off the field you know on the field all right my left guard he gonna he gonna he gonna hit this doom and we gonna get to the backer my quarterback gonna hit me in stride when I break on this slant. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Then when you build that trust off the field, you don't. There's not even a, a second of doubt on the field. So that all that shit plays huge, a huge part.
1: Yeah, but to me, Bubba, it also goes to the fact of like communication. You know, they talk about leaders like like you to me, and and you can speak on this with any people that you know. The way you talk to someone, especially on the field, you know what I mean? Like like I think about the way I would talk to you or like Amon Richards. Like I wouldn't yell at you guys. You know what I mean? Like did I ever yell at you ever? Nah, hell no. Nah. But I, but I used to. You know, me to though, You fucking, pressed me a couple listen, times. I used to here. snap at Daryl Langham all the time because that's how I get him to respond. So I feel like yeah. when you know someone off the field and you understand like why they're talking to you a certain way, or you get to know, hey, this is how my teammate responds better. Whether it is you know cool comment collected, whether it is like you know I got to be a little motivational, whether it is just you know a lot of fire in his ass. Like that to me is something that you know if these these, these guys don't know each other, when someone tries to stand up and says, "Man, I get y'all shit together." Someone can take that person and be like, man, he, he, he don't like me. And it's not that I don't like you, but it's like I'm tired of losing. Like I don't – but it's like if I don't know him, then I don't know how to take what he's saying. So that to me is really big too because that that's when leadership comes into play because anyone can lead on the field when you're losing or when you're winning, but when it's off the field, when it's not the season, when you're trying to build that bond, when you're being intentional about like why you're doing something, to me like that plays a big part in it too.
3: Definitely. Definitely. Right.
1: And who who do you see as the leader hey,
3: on, on offense or defense? Because I don't see it out there. I really don't. It, it's just like we got eleven guys out there running around on offense. Yeah, and on defense. I
1: see. So one guy that I know that's definitely trying to lead is 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 Tyreek um, Stevenson. I think he's someone you know that he saw a lot of Georgia. Like he saw the standard that Georgia had, especially defensively, like how they operated, how they moved. So I feel like for him, like he's trying to lead, and obviously, like. You can say 20 hours on on the field of success, but at least someone that's like living the right lifestyle, you know, trying to show these boys, um, at least the right direction, you know, how to how to change the program because one person can't do, it. you know, everyone's gonna have their mistakes, but when you start getting, you know, the whole team to buy into the way they're gonna operate, the way they're gonna live, you know, it's, it, it really is like the small things. Like I remember, you know, after lost the loss to FSU, um, he made them boys stay, and I, and I know a lot of them didn't want to. And I know it'd have been hard for me to, but. The fact that he was able to say "nah, like y'all are gonna stay here and we're gonna at least do this" out of respect for the University of Miami, like shows like that he is the leader. You know what I mean? And that's hard.
2: Hey, before anybody hey, else, Brevin, speak, let me ask you uh, a question.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before anybody else speak, Larry, um,
2: Larry Blue, the legendary Larry Blue, we need you in the um, chat, man. Um, I'm trying to invite you to speak. I don't know if it's too he, late he might just be me. listening.
1: I know he does a uh, he does yeah a podcast, yeah. so. Uh, i already sent him a
5: message
4: I,
1: oh, I, okay, okay okay yeah. okay all right
5: go ahead go ahead uh, reverend let me ask you a question because you just te- you you kind of touched on it you were you were a player that um that suffered you know some injuries um one of the things that that, that keeps coming up is the injury bug that hit us you know and it, it hit us real oh. hard and we're talking about accountability and all those things right how do you feel because people are starting to look at our strength and conditioning program and fails and all that—is that something to look at, or is it just it's football?
4: Man, look, football is a hundred percent guaranteed rate that you're gonna get hurt, no matter what. At the end of the day, when you get off that football field, something hurts. So, it—it's it, more so. I think honestly, the strength conditioning program could have something to do with it. I don't think. I don't think you know it's it's that. I think it's more so just football. You know, guys get hurt. It's football shit it's treacherous like dudes get hurt so I, I mean dudes I'm telling you man being in the league bro, I've learned so much but I've just you have to get into a routine the young I wish I could you know go up there and talk to them boys now because I was just in their shoes but you got to get into a routine man like I, I have a daily routine every day 6 a.m I'm up I get home 6 p.m I'm in I'm immediately on my game ready I'm chilling like there's 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 a routine that should be built on taking care of your body and body maintenance before you get hurt you know what I'm saying, like.
1: Yeah, to me, it's that, Bravin. And to Mm -hmm. me, a a lot of guys, and, and I was the same way. Like, I didn't try to take care of my body until I got hurt. Well, by the time you get hurt, it's too late. You, it's all—it's all about body maintenance, bro. You need to be able to take care yeah. of your body before. It, 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 exactly. and, and, and and you guys heard Brevin. Brevin was in college. He was up till two a.m. eating ramen noodles. Right. You feel me? But it's like you expect that guy to go out there and, and perform, and, bro. I and, was dead and, broke. Yeah, in college, it's not that bro. performance, but it's to stay healthy. What, bro? I was
4: dead broke in college, bro. I was dead bro <laughs> What?
1: We we was well old. now it's different. See, and I agree with you. We were broke as hell in college. We was broke bro. as hell. If I had now NIL? I got nil money, so they ain't got no excuse. And they got all got that money getting pumped.
4: What? In if the, I bro. had nil,
1: bro? What, bro? Listen, I never forget brad Kai said it our freshman year one of our breakfast breadmen was denny's yeah. bro i did something bro we used to
4: get bro we, we get had denny's
1: in a little corner Damn. office for breakfast yes bro during the, yes bro, bro. I, and like look at that now like and that's the a lot of miami fans don't understand like miami's been so behind on like nutrition. so behind bro that's what people, and, I, and and it, people it's so hard like my junior year we had our nutrition guy working out of the weight room closet Bro, no cat, bro. If that bro, explains, like, no cap, <laughs> if that explain, you feel me? Like we have a long man. way no to go. Cat. And there's a lot of so, so was like the other cat. So so so, so the guys lot.
5: that y'all knew the guys that y'all knew at other schools was they hitting y'all up and telling y'all what they got and versus what y'all got? Yeah, like you yeah. all know what was we going on. I had we not dumb. but
4: I had homies through at every school. I've been
1: to both Alabama and Auburn. I've been like, you feel me? So I know.
4: I know exactly what it is, bro. Miami, that's that's why I'm telling y'all, though, Miami's on the come up. Y'all have to just trust it because Miami's starting to finally catch up. They built We're to finally room.
1: put money into
4: they the program. Put, they, they put, put money that, back man. into the program. Now they get good breakfast. They get steak and lobsters and shit at dinner, bro. I used to be like, bro, what? We used to get bro lobster.
1: We used to get lobster once a year, brother. What? Bro, I don't think I camp. ever saw lobster. It I think, after, think I after, only saw lobster no, really it one time after fall camp. It was the only time. It was the only time we got lobster.
4: Boy, hell no, I, I only saw lobster on my recruiting trip. My first recruiting trip. Oh, after nah, West then, fall.
1: then you must have skipped. Yeah, because I remember every fall camp they would they give us lobster.
4: Man, Manny BS was bad though.
1: Listen, hey, but, man, listen, Komodo, but listen, y'all, y- 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 went lobster, on so my yep. team put me on the lobster at Komodo. Um, and after I ate that, I could never eat the Miami lobster again. It was so bad <laughs> at school, but it was so tough. I was like, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, and hey, y'all be. both went on y'all both went on other visits, right? Y'all hell, yeah. School, man. yeah. right. Yeah, so
5: yeah.
4: why y'all choose to come to the hood then? What brought y'all here?
1: I came to Miami because I knew I was gonna play. That's why I came. I was like, oh, there it, gonna is. Gonna there <laughs> it
5: is. There it is.
6: Great answer.
1: Uh, I, I came to Miami. My dad was a fan. Um, I actually, uh, I, my first Miami football game was the one when um, the Travis Benjamin caught the touchdown versus Florida State in the corner of the end zone. I was actually in that end zone. Um, it was the Corey Harris with the quarterback. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what made me a fan, and so I knew where I was going. I I knew it since I got the offer. That I was man. A, let me uh, tell you, man. bro. I didn't know none. I'm from Vegas, bro. Y'all gotta understand. I'm a
4: USC fan. I'm like a USC UCLA fan. I, I, it's not like I'm a fan either, but. Big Reggie Bush fan growing up in just them California schools. Like, I'm right there. so 45-minute flight for me. I didn't know nothing about Miami, bro. Like, I had no clue. They were, like, my 17th offer. And when they offered me, they came out a week later, bro, the whole coaching staff. I'm talking about Thomas Brown, Coach Rick, Coach Rick's son, Coach Hart. <laughs> the whole staff, bro, the whole staff came up to Gorman. They flew all the way from Miami to Vegas, bro, and I had lunch with them. I was just sitting at – they were sitting at my lunch table just eating them. I was just chopping it up with them. Said, once they did that, I said, they were, I said, that's the only school, bro, that's come – up here like that, like just super deep, bro. They brought the whole staff. So I was like, "Yep." Mm-hmm. Then I visited Miami, and I was like, "Oh, it's like lock- I'm locked in with y'all." You
1: came down for no. the Notre Dame game, right?
4: Yes, bro. That yeah. shit was that yeah, shit solidified. That I remember because that's the first time I met
1: you. They're I met locked you in that game too. Wait, bro, that Notre Dame game, bro. Wait, that was the
4: most lit shit I ever <laughs> seen. <bro. What>? <laughs> <laughs>
6: and that's the only lit shit you saw when you was here,
4: huh? Wait, the only lit shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell y'all though, bro. I went to that Notre Dame game, bro. That Notre Dame game sealed it for me, bro. Because my expectations was, bro, it's gonna be like this every Saturday. I said <laughs> it was so jumping, bro. Like <laughs> Get there, man. And, and,
1: and, and to me, like, even if fans, and this thing I've been trying to tell people, go support the kids because even if, like, yes, our team lost, and yes, no one wants to get their brains being exposed fucking Florida State, but, but the impact that environment has on the high school kids that are ridiculous bro. Us, or they're going to the fucking Florida-Georgia game, or they're going to Alabama-Auburn, like, preach, preach you me. feel me? Preach. Like, even if it's not about the kids on the field, like, all the kids you guys are hyping up that are in high school that you want to come commit, and you're saying, hey, Come to UM, well, we got to show them why that, like, hey, like, we understand that the shit out there is not acceptable. Like, we all agree, but like, you guys got to change it. We're going to show you guys that we're going to support you guys in the good and the bad.
4: Facts, bro. I'm telling you, when I visited Notre Dame, I walked hey. up,
1: bro, and the whole, I had like a little section, bro, just
4: screaming, Revin. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's lit.
5: Hey, Dame, speaking of that, like, helping out the kids and stuff, like, I know you guys didn't get to experience it because they weren't really allowing the legends to come back to the school like it used to be, right? Do y'all have like uh, well I don't know Malik does, but like Brevin, do you have like relationships with the current tight ends and like and able to come back and
1: yeah I talked to Will talk all time. to Mallory? Yeah, I don't say he definitely talks to Will and, yeah, Will I, I talk to us that, Khalil uh, Khalil Brantley,
4: bro? Khalil Brantley, trust me when I. T- a fucking problem. Believe me when I'm trying to t- <laughs> your dog, bro. I'm telling you bro How do you said about John Skinner skinner's gonna be a problem too skinner's skinner's gonna be skinner's gotta put a little bit weight on but he's gonna be a problem too i mean they get in the right pieces bro you watch. dude that
1: guy is so like they, they bro I mean, they get in the right pieces he, bro he, they just gotta put so it all wild.
4: together bro they just gotta put it all together that's it
1: they got the they get in the right <laughs> to pieces me too bro. though Brevin. it's like they also gotta let these kids develop like hell yeah you know that you have a bad team and the same thing i said like don't rush <laughs> especially don't rush your trenches like don't do what we did to Navon Donaldson to this Francis right. kid. Like, no, we no, rushed no, try to put away, you know what I mean? Like, let this guy develop because it's the biggest thing I said, like, Broderick. Broderick went to Georgia. Broderick was a five-star. He's going to get drafted first round this year, top 10 pick. If he'd have been at Miami, he would have been starting since his freshman year. He right. didn't even start his freshman. He was on the third string and scout team as a five-star freshman. Right. And it's like, he had a whole year to get bigger, stronger, faster, learn the game, learn how to get mentored, learn how to study instead of, like, shit getting thrown in his face at 18 years old. It's like, that's what I hope happens is that, you know, there, there should be a lot of freshmen that, that could plug and play, that should plug and play. If Francis obviously played the kid, but don't don't rush him because I've seen a lot of young guys, whether it's an offensive lineman or a skill guy that's not ready, whether it's mentally, whether it's physically, but like he's better than the current guy. So they, they get rushed and then they're not ready for it.
0: Bro, they threw Zion Nelson out there, you know, as a freshman. He was like two hundred eighty pounds. Nah, not think too. about he DJ like
4: Skate. DJ, like DJ Skate, you he were there, bro. The I was with him. He was light, bro. He was real little. I mean, that's the thing, though, too, bro. Like with fr- freshmen, like if we're keeping it a whole hundred, like freshmen aren't supposed to come in and just play right away. Like, it, I mean, if if you do, you must you a damn good player. Don't get me wrong, but like that's a big step, bro. Like that's a huge step from high school up. to.
1: I put it like this. I put it as Brevin, Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington was by far the most athletic and physical tight end they had in Georgia. Right. If he'd have been in Miami, he'd have been starting or, or, or at least playing. Darnell barely played, but it's because they wanted him to learn the playbook. They wanted him to get the off-season condition. They wanted him to get stronger. But it's like if he goes anywhere else besides there in Alabama, he's, he's starting, starting right away. as a freshman. Right. And he has no chance to get bigger, stronger, faster, and actually learn the offense instead of like getting thrown to the fire. And it's like 100%. It's, it's small shit like that that, like we want to rush a freshman, but sometimes it's not worth it. Like if you're really trying to build, then say, hey, listen, man. Like I'm gonna let this guy basically just get bigger, stronger, faster. He's gonna play periodically, so he gets playing time. But being a full-time starter, man, there's a lot that goes into it. For sure, bro. And They gotta just they gotta unleash these dudes too, bro. I don't know. They do. Them. No, they definitely do. And they gotta they, let, like, that let, let that the freshman play. Ain't. You definitely don't wanna don't wanna not play them. Right, but right. Don't right. rush them, man. Still let them get that that fucking Friday lift in because no, they're only sure. gonna get about 15 reps. You know what I mean, but 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 don't give them forty reps where they can't still get that that uh Sunday left or not really. Nah, for lift. sure.
4: But I'm talking about like I'm talking about like in terms of because bro, like with freshmen. I mean, I came in as a freshman. And I'm not saying I overthought shit, but I mean, I was I used to look around the hotel and be like, "Damn, like Malik, what up, bro? Like, what's good, fam? My what's good, fam? You know what I'm saying?" So it's like you have to, as a freshman, bro, you have to be able to just acknowledge like that you're not really you're not like you're not supposed to play as a freshman, bro. So. They have to. When you do play, bro, you can't be a robot. Like, and I feel like when I watch Miami now, a lot of them boys are like,
7: eh, a it's because they it's,
4: it's
6: like, they're, like not, they're trying to they're follow the game studying,
3: too bro. tough. When you don't study, you think slow. You, you got It's like they gotta just let them boys go out
4: there and play, bro. Just play fast, because when I watch them boys now, I mean, they they just look like they thinking too much. Like they look like they got the scheme too much on their head. Like I like I'm not I'm not pointing on on our blades or nothing, but. There was a there was a that deep post mm-hmm. that first drive. I was like against Florida State, I'm like, bro, like what are you boys, doing? Stay, that that should be like I should already be 20 yards deep on the hash. He shouldn't have to be, he shouldn't be in the box and then have to get to the cover too. You know what I'm saying? Like it should just be little shit, but I could just let them boys go out there and play, but we too athletic, bro. We got guys from from everywhere, bro. So Malik,
5: Malik, you said Malik, you you just said you just said um when you don't study, you play slow. Hell yeah. I've never heard it put in that way. I always heard it uh, that they, they're they not learning the plays. But if you don't, so so basically saying it's up to you to learn those goddamn plays. I don't give a damn Hell what the coach put in front up of
1: to you. It's up to you to learn the plays. It's up to you to learn the coverage. Yes, the coach got to tell you, but you got to study enough where you can close your eyes and say, hey, on first down, what are their top three coverages? Facts. Okay, on third down, what's their top three? Okay, in the red zone. If you're not thinking like that, if you can't walk into that game and tell me that, you're actually going to be out there because you didn't study hard enough.
3: Facts. And that's let's just because that, you know, that,
1: and, and, and let's be more honest, you know, most of them are not hitting the books crazy hard where they should be like, like Braxton Bears, who's like, when I was, that so, 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 to play. so what are you doing,
4: right? Nah, bro, <laughs> let me tell you, bro, at the end of the day, bro, they 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 got they do got to apply themselves, bro, because my last year, the reason why I didn't like my rookie year in the league, the reason why I didn't play the first couple of I didn't, I was inactive the first nine games, I was just on the sideline, bro, but the reason why I didn't play is because. I kinda had a college mentality, bro. Like I did. Like I looked at the playbook in the mornings before
1: practice (laughs) and I wasn't going
4: to sleep studying that shit. You
1: know what I'm saying? What I used to fall asleep with the book on my face, bro. Hell nah, dude. I was like, like, bro, that's that's how everyone has to veto. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I talked about, man. Whether and that's the reason why I'm glad that you know they have more assistant coaches and more um what are they called now? Um Because, Brevin, you know, after practice, what them coaches are doing, they're going inside, they're going to study, they're going to do whatever. The only people that can really be out there is them GAs. And, and the GAs, the hell yeah. Let their ass be out there. But those guys are the guys that need to watch and make sure that they set a standard. Hey, man, you got 15 extra or extra reps. You got yeah. for 10 extra minutes. Like those guys, like I tell you, like this, like I couldn't go out to practice, but I knew what the locker room was. And when, and when Don Air Washington would walk his ass in, I bet like, you get your extra reps. Nope, because you're too early to get your ass back out there. Right. You feel me? I was not at practice. I couldn't be out there coaching him. But I can still hold him to a standard.
4: You right. feel me? now, them and, GAs, bro, them that they, they, that's man, them GAs, bro, them be the smartest motherfuckers, bro. Them bro be the, but but,
1: but to me, it's also those guys too. Like it is, it is a full team sport, I know the coaches take a lot of heat, man. But like the coaches got to work harder at recruiting. I'm be honest with you, like Kirby Smart, Monkey, and like they worked more hours, focused on recruits. Man, we need to and obviously game great. film, than they did the current guys because they know, like, hey, like I need to find his replacement.
4: You're right. We so, nah, 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 he trying to recruit better off the simple mm-hmm. fact that we throwing that bread now, bro. That's why we was getting beat by them. Yeah, and well, boys.
1: Mean, even but we'll even get better coaches. We'll we'll get better assistants. Like you understand, like I'll, I'll play this. When I was there, I was on staff and I tried to be a recruiter for Miami. They didn't even give me a job. They said they didn't have enough money for me. That's really, right. really why I left and went to Georgia. Man, I'm telling you, bro, when I got offered 100 bands, I'm not going to say the school. I got offered 100
4: bands to go to another school, bro. I, I, <laughs> I wasn't taking it. I wasn't taking it, but, bro, I was the number one tight end in the country coming out of high school. But I had, bro, teams was trying to throw me that bread, bro. I was like, yeah. Bro, it's, I it's
1: really,
4: really like that. Like I know,
1: know uh, Jake Heaps. So when pe- people don't, I don't know if you guys remember Jake Heaps, but he was the number one quarterback coming out. There was a, uh oh, yeah. SEC school that offered him 100 bands. Yep. Well, I went
5: to BYU. I know Jake Heaps.
1: Yeah, so he Heaps told us whenever he transferred, we kind of asked him. We were like, "So, uh, do you get any money offers?" Because we always thought Brad got something from some of the uh, West Coast schools, and he was like, "I can't lie." He told us who I was I'm not going to say, but he was like, "Yeah, this uh, certain school uh, tried to give me 100k, but he was like, I told him I'm uh, Mormon. I don't, I don't take bribes." Yep. So yeah, that that was really funny. He told me that's that the one.
4: only thing though, bro. Now that we're throwing that Brad watches, us. watches us get all these recruits, bro. Watch, just watch. That's yeah. why these dudes just take. That's why Grandma get these dudes. And Georgia get these dudes, bro. They throwing that bread under the table.
1: Major oh, bread. yeah. But Georgia you throw their bread at defensive players, though. They only throw at offensive
4: players. Right, them right. Them right, right. But still, though, shit, you're building up a good defense. Defense wins championships. Shit.
1: You throwing that bread, bro,
4: you win. You're going to win
2: games, bro. No question. And, and the simple fact <laughs> that, um, they about, we about to get a, a football facility. That's something that we never had. Every school, every, all, all, every, almost every major school has it. I um, remember
1: when I was there my freshman year, we didn't even have an indoor. Man. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't even have an indoor. I'll never forget uh, when when uh, my, my freshman year, we'd have a surround sound speaker in every practice. Denzel Perryman would play a song called, every time i close my eyes, i pray for rain. And he would blast down the speakers because we had no indoor. So if it rained and lightning, like, we couldn't go to practice. And I'll never forget that shit. And that's the one reason why Rick got it. He was like, there's no more cancer practices. Like, I can't right. deal with You didn't beat the storm? Like, really, that was the reason why I practiced in the morning. Because I was like, hey, like, there's a lot of SEC schools that practice in the afternoon. Like, Georgia's afternoon practice. And they were like, by the time 2 o'clock rolls around, it's it's, it's already raining here. So, yeah, yeah we used to uh, try to miss the practice all the time. But we used to definitely
0: uh, play for rain every once in a while. Tell you. <laughs> All right, guys, take care. I'm getting out. Have a good night. Thank you for having me. All right, Yo. man, Thank you for coming on.
5: Hey, um, after Brevin, man, we've gotten a couple of them West Coast dudes, right? Like, who are we got? We got um. No, yeah. I don't know about him.
1: Fresh oh yeah. Oh Cyrus, listen, I like him. I I did tell him some nil is business that worked with that kid. That that kid is.
4: He's real skinny, bro. He's real skinny, but watch when he puts some weight on, bro. He has a crazy, he has like a he, Jalen. He kind of reminds like, me, stop.
1: honestly, he reminds me of a little smaller version of uh Phillips. Yeah, bro. He's he has he a motor of Jalen, him. bro. That's why Jalen. Was he uh, was he
0: Bishop Gorman too, brother? Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, no, nah, that's a really good Yeah, he's about he, he might be a little smaller than Phillips, but he, he definitely has a high motor and he can definitely put on at least the same size as him. He has the same
6: uh type.
2: He's he's kind of a, just a, a younger Jason Taylor, to be honest. Like, that's just how Jason Taylor was in college.
4: Like, Real skinny, bro. Real yeah. skinny. Put some weight on him, bro. He's going to be a problem.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah but we nah.
2: you know you, you always had a West Coast presence with recruiting. I'm going back to DJ Williams. Um, oh, yeah.
1: Brad Kaya came out of the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, Kaya. Uh, you
2: know, all we all always
3: had a North Coast
1: championship quarterback.
5: Ken Dorsey.
2: <clears throat> yeah, oh, Ken yeah. Dorsey. Yeah Tate, somebody... yeah, Tate Martell. Yeah, Tate Martell. Didn't somebody say, um, all out, all
4: out, all out. where that came from, man? <laughs> I mean, they treated that boy, they treated that boy like a star
5: when he got there, though, boy. Let what? me wow. what? tell you, wow, bro.
4: That was Tate
5: Martell.
4: Look, bro, when Tate first, look, let me tell y'all, bro, when Tate first came to my, like, when he first, like, put the news out, I was in the club, bro. I was in the club, literally. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm, like, in the DJ booth with the DJ, bro. He shows me the tweet. He shows me the tweet of, of Tate's tweet. He goes to the microphone. He goes, hey, y'all, 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 listen up. Tate motherfucking Martell just committed to, to you. Make some noise. I said, oh, shit. Yeah, I said, yeah, we're about to bleed the scene, bro. I said, he, we're about to bleed the scene. But the thing was, bro, Tate, look, Tate, he, he just—he couldn't. He just lost his way, bro. Like, bro, hard, man, it, it, it's hard. he was just too lit, bro. He couldn't
1: handle it. He was too, too big of a fan. Bro, I ain't lying to you. There was multiple nights where, like, I definitely had to shut my phone off. I'm telling you. Between people DMing me, people calling my what? phone, bro, it is—it is hard, man. It's hard, bro. But what, I tell bro? you this though: if you can do it in Miami, if you can do it
4: anywhere, you can focus. You can focus You can do it anywhere, any, anyway, bro. It, That's why I get myself big ups, bro. Wait, wait, Malik,
5: Malik, explain, explain what you mean. You had to shut your phone off. Who, who's, what was going on?
1: I mean, I would have like, I mean, I'm mean, honestly like Instagram model, different people like that, DMing me. You know, you have to right. like, yeah, Oh, okay,
4: okay, a, okay. Like of shit, okay.
1: All right. Yeah, and like it's like, oh, I got a table at, at Story. I got a table at Live. Like, you and the boys come through, bottles on me. Like,
4: lit, nah, the U brand, bro, is so busy. It's, bro, is it's hard, bro. I really had to, like, like,
1: I thought of you, my freshman when I redshirted, it, I lived it up. Now, when I started, I literally had to turn my phone off because you know, I, I knew they were going to hit me, especially after we were winning. Nah. But I said, like, I literally couldn't even go to restaurants to have dinner without, like, one of the waiters, like, harassing me. About, man, like- my freshman year, but after my freshman year, I said, it's up. I'm up for the next three years, bro. <laughs> I said, I'm going to suck that, bro. Nah, what? yeah, but it is hard, though, man, you know, because if you're someone that, you know, likes to go out, likes to have a good time, and I'll tell you this, too, like, it is very easy to bond with a lot of your teammates when you go out too. What, bro? We used to go to the It's so different. Lit. I miss like, Miami. Like, you're bro. in a college town. Like the the worst place you can go to is a bar at midnight. And, like everyone, like the bar restaurant owner knows you when you go out. In Miami, bro. Most of the time, outside of the promoters. Like most people, when they think of football down in Miami, it's soccer to them. Right. They don't know who you are? I'm telling you. So it is a little different of a dynamic when you're out down there, and that's why I try to tell them, man. Like this is a major city. This isn't like Tuscaloosa or Auburn, where like they're all wearing fucking orange and green. No, Miami's so, so big. orange and, or, orange and blue. Miami's so. so lit, bro.
4: That's the thing, though, bro. Now I don't go out. I don't go out in Houston. Houston's a lit city too, but I don't go out because I lowkey got it all out my system, bro. In Miami, bro, no cap. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah you, bro, you know that's
6: that's kind I think y'all of, what we tell-
4: of focus, man. That's that's kind of what
2: we tell kids all the time. And um and, and, and you could go back to just thinking about when LeBron James left from Cleveland. When he went to Cleveland, it was like he went to college. And then he went to Miami, that's when he became an adult. It's like you in Miami, you you automatically kind of thrown to, to be an adult immediately. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying, and then you go to other city. You be like, yeah, okay. I know party, I a party for three, four years, man. I'm good. Now it's time to
4: get focused. You know you what know I'm, I'm saying, it, bro. It's facts. Even when I go back to Vegas, bro, I look at Vegas like, man, Vegas not fucking with Miami. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's just, it's just like, bro, Miami literally turns you into an adult quick, like quick, bro, because you that boy you said turns quick. you
1: into an adult
4: quick, quick, bro, because you see shit, bro, 18, 19 year old, you're not really supposed to be seeing, bro,
1: at all. Listen, I didn't see telling you Uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, bro, a lot, bro, you make, yeah, no, I, no, I I definitely agree, though, like, bro, people don't realize that,
4: though, but when you make, the U brand is so big, bro, like, 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 I didn't really realize how big it was until, like, I kind of left, bro, but, that, bro, the brand is so big, bro. When you make plays and, like, you just, you just, uh, like, I don't know, bro. It's so different. The city is so late, bro. I miss Miami, bro. I'm coming back soon, y'all. Don't Y'all don't even worry. But but don't Texas, Texas, they treat you like guys out there if you play football in Texas, right? Hell yeah. But the thing is, I play for the Houston, Texas, bro. Like, we don't really get no love right now, like. <laughs> okay, cool. You know what to- I'm saying? Like, we got to just pop off. We, gotta, we just young. We a young team. We got to just pop off. I that's what it it
1: hey, man, a- what's the thing about my dog, Davis Mills, out there?
4: They were solid, bro. He he, young. He a young dude, but damn, bro. He's smart, bro. That guy is – No, he's super smart, bro. Crazy I heard him.
1: smart, man. But when
4: you lose games, bro, no matter what level it is, bro, it's just so – It kills your whole morale, bro. Like, you literally just be like, ugh, like, damn, bro. Fuck it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: so we just got to find it, bro. We just a young team. That's how it is. Y'all definitely got talent, though, bro. Y'all got some young-ass talent. It's the NFL, bro. You, the quarterback, the the running back's been eating. I mean, y'all kind of mind me of Miami where it's like, we just as long as y'all team. can figure slowly figure this shit out, like exactly, I got bro. Team.
4: We just missing like some small small things, bro. But we yep. we're gonna be alright. Nah, yeah.
5: So, so Brevin, with Lashley' offense being so simple, right? Did um when it was time for you to translate it to NFL, like, was there any issues or Hell, yeah. did some of it translate? It was <laughs> talk not, to us. Hell
4: no, but college playbook versus the NFL playbook is night and day, completely different. Like Lashley's playbook, Lashley's playbook would be one word. Like it'll be like you. And every every receiver knows exactly what they have. The running back knows what protection side he's going to. The offensive line knows they either slide left or right or they're just kicking back straight. Like, that's how last year's offense was. It was one word. Uh Boise. Boom. Everybody knows what they got. In the NFL, man, it'd be y mode to Z-bundle right. Like, it'd be all types of crazy shit. It's completely different. It does not
0: translate. Hey, Wait, Brevin, what was it like going to like, the last <laughs> offense compared to your first two offenses at Miami?
4: So, look, let me tell you dan enos his offense was like it like i don't know if y'all remember the florida game but it, he he just had a lot of like this guy like he did a lot of motions a lot of a lot of just a whole lot of other stuff like so it was kind of confusing for the players but like it was a lot it was an nfl playbook so like it was it was hella confusing bro like i it, it mean it, it we, we were kind of asked but it, it just was hella confusing like it made us play slow and then with last year's offense even Rick's offense. Rick's offense was good, though. People don't get – like, Rick's offense is actually, like – it was a solid college play bro. But, like, I think teams just started to adjust to it, and he just he just couldn't get out of his own ways. But I, I love Coach Rick's playbook, honestly. I mean, right.
1: Bro, I, people don't understand, man. Like, I took all the time. If Rick could have done two things. If Rick could have motioned, and if Rick would have dropped his balls with some of the pass plays, man, Bro, there. people don't cause, understand cause that. Though, you remember, Rick, and we said all the time, in practice, but we used to script some crazy shit. Like, the crazy, crazy shit, shit bro – and we'd never run it. And I used to be so, bro, I used to be so mad. And but like, people don't realize, though, bro, with Coach awesome. Rick, bro, bro Coach, coach like, Rick is if you super smart. Bat, like, Rick was simple, but Rick still took his fucking shots. What, bro? He was super smart, though, bro. Like, his the way his playbook he was, just, bro, he just, he, he just he didn't, didn't know. Pay, he just got man. out of his he way, bro. just If he'd have opened up a little bit, like, one thing I give John Rick, John Rick was a terrible, like, yeah, coach when it comes to, like, fundamentals, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but is when it came to concepts, like, People don't know a lot of the past concepts came from John Rick that he wouldn't call. Facts. So, yeah, I, I didn't mind. It was just, outside of it just being the nah, – No, uh, bro, Rick's awesome like just motion. Like if he did this motion that made it somewhat dynamic, like I don't know if you watched, but the year we beat Notre Dame, uh, the, the, to me the best game plan he ever had was Syracuse because we did like this clap, and when I clapped, the guys like either condense or they spread it out. So we went from like – A two by two bunch, so, like a two by two spread. We went from like five wide to like a three by one bunch. Like we shifted a lot, and it killed him.
4: The thing is, bro, with college football, bro, you have to make it simple, bro. These college athletes, bro, have a lot on their plate, bro. Like we have to go to, we have fucking classes, shit. I used to go, I used to be like, oh fuck this, fuck this calculus, bro. I used to drop calculus, bro. Like (laughs) Like they got (laughs) to, they got to just, bro. Like college coaches have to make it simple. But they have to know the philosophy that surrounds that their players that they have. You know what I'm saying? Like That's why Riggs – I mean, that's why Lashley's offense was was pretty good, bro, compared to Eno's offense because Eno's offense was big SEC football. Let's line it up. let run power eye. Let's run a lot of eye candy stuff, a lot of motions and stuff to try to disguise them and, and to take our shots later. Whereas Lashley's offense was, all right, let's just spread everybody out right now. Let's just get these guys the ball right now. That's bro, what I'm, I'm going to ask be- you,
1: Raven, because you're a receiver, and you've been on a lot of the receivers and, and, and especially all the younger guys. Do you think at some point we can ever get to that? Because I think that, yes, we can run a power offense, but we still got to be a spread team that takes a ton of shots. Because bro, you have to, South bro. Florida football plays, that's what the boys are used to. Like, they're not used to going 18 drives, six times a game for, you know, three touchdowns and a field goal, and they went 20. You know, like, that's not South Florida football. It's a whole bunch of bombs and posts and wheel routes and, like, like unless you're going to go to Georgia and Tennessee and get guys that are used to doing long drives, and you're going to, you know, you're going
3: to recruit South Florida, like you got to adjust to like your skill set as well.
6: Right. Hey, Malik,
3: Malik, and and Brevin, both of y'all, we've been hearing this shit for I don't know how many years now. Every game they say, oh, they just waiting, they holding the playbook. They're going to open up the. Playbook. No, they're not, bro. They're Florida State. they're not open up no. no playbook. That that Trust is me. his playbook. That is his yeah. playbook. That is their Put playbook. That shit- Put it to rest for all the fans that are listening Mm -hmm. that keep thinking that there's some shit being held back. No, no, nothing
1: being held back, bro.
4: There's, I would say
3: about
1: 70 to 80 percent of the playbook you keep week to week, Mm -hmm. and there's 20 percent that like you change out, whether it's like, hey, uh, the slot guy is running a post and outside guys running, yeah, there's nothing different. We got that that might change, it's just based on coverage, but yeah, I would say about 80 to percent of the playbook. Is every week to week?
4: Uh, yeah, everything's everything's week to week, bro. They're just changing up small little things, like, like, like this team. Like next week, I don't know, Georgia Tech might be a big quarters team, so the sli- the the inside receiver might run a Tony, or he might he might he might run like a you know what I'm saying like a stick or something. Just it, it, that it, everything, the philosophy of the offense stays the same. They're not changing anything. They're just gonna like, try to adapt small little changes.
3: Let me ask you this. When y'all were playing, right, did did y'all have the confidence to give input to the coaches on what you're saying out on the field? What?
4: Hell, bro, what, bro? The bowl game? Yeah. Hell Hell yes, bro. The bowl game, my my last year against Oklahoma State, bro, we came out so, like, not aggressive, bro. Like, last year's offense was aggressive. Like, we came out, we we come out playing like this, hella crazy. Like, in that game, I don't know why, but we started off hella conservative. Like, we were not taking shots. We were not doing anything. Bro, I went to the sideline, bro, went off on fucking last year. You could ask him yourself. You could literally di- 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 direct message Coach Lashley right now. I literally went off on him. It was like, yo, open this bitch up, bro. What are you doing? Boom, he opened it up, bro. I ended up getting like nine catches. But I'm just – I'm not talking individually. I'm just saying like we, we ended up opening it up with Cozy too. Like, hell yes, bro. It's a teamwork, bro. You have to be able to, to have dialogue with your coach. In the NFL, even with us, bro, in our offensive meetings, it's not like the coach is just up there talking. It's open dialogue everybody's in there talking. Like, like Dave's would be like, hey, Brevin, if the corner's pressed, convert it, convert it, you know what I'm saying, outside release. Or, like, everybody just in there talking. It's open dialogue. It should be like that 100%. It's a, it's a team sport.
3: So, <laughs> so you got guys that, that, you know, wasn't touching the jugs after, after the practice, right? How do you get guys that are, you know, I guess I don't want to say lazy, but not putting in that extra effort. How do you get guys like that around you to try and buy in and, and bring their level of game up?
4: Get them off the team? Shit. I don't know, bro. I was going to say it.
3: fight they ass. I was
1: going to say. If you don't got that I was thinking when I was there, like, if you weren't going to work, your ass would come in the locker room. Especially right, bro, if what? we both know you're supposed to be working. Nah. You wouldn't even step me put in the locker room. Yeah, nah, bro. We wasn't
4: having none of that shit, bro. Yeah. I mean, like, so
1: to me, to me, it is some of that. You know what I mean? And, like, if a fight breaks out over it, fuck it. And then both that got to go sit at Mario. And then the guy that didn't do the extra work has to tell Mario, why the fuck the park, uh, fight Sparks? And he don't want to do that. So most of the guy that's in the wrong is not going to fight you. He's going to pout his ass. He's going to do the extra work. Bro, the, if the guy that holds him work. accountable has to hold him accountable consistently. Because I feel like that's also what happens is you hold a guy accountable once, and the next time you're like, man, that nigga not working. I'm going to go do this. Nah, hold his ass accountable again and keep doing nah, it. And then in the season, I'm, you go I'm tell Mario, thinking, hey, this is what happened. This is what I had to do. Like, you need to go talk to him or get him off the fucking team. Nah, bro. but maybe if, if I'm tweaking, guys, bro, playing, but it's hurting you too much. Nah, bro.
4: maybe I'm tweaking, bro, but
1: yeah, but like when I was in Miami, bro, like if like,
4: dudes didn't want to work, bro, and if you check them and they still they 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 but they, what if he's playing though, work. bro? I just that's what I'm saying,
1: saying though. Like what if he's playing? Like what are you like what are you gonna do? You just gonna let right, him right, keep right. keep keep messing up and then right. keep fucking you over and losing, or are you gonna say, Nah, get your ass out and I'm gonna stand ahead with you.
4: Right, right, right. Nah, yeah, right, you're right. You feel me? Like
1: it then not the the season you say get your ass out of here, like
4: Right, no, nah, 100%, 100%. Especially if he's a starter there ain't nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah. So Malik, I got a question for you. You when you came in, you
2: came in, you and Brad Kaya came in the same year. Um I think that was the last time we had No, no, well, yeah. well, that that was Duke Duke Johnson's um junior. That was his last year at UM. Um the off that was basically the best offensive line. We the last best offensive line we had. I see Jaren Williams just put up a a tweet earlier saying that we got to stop getting these 6-2 offensive linemen and stuff like that. You think that's a a major problem with you um, since you've been here until now? Man, look, oh, my God, God, that's been a
1: problem for forever. I'll tell you this. That line that Brad Kaya had was ridiculous his freshman year. Um, Offensive line definitely sets the tone. Like, I'll tell you this, the only game that, I'll say that the only four years I've been there the offensive line took over the entire game was Notre Dame. I didn't have one pass in the entire second half, but that tells you what happens whenever you have a good offensive line. You know what I mean? But they got to consistently play like that. So, yeah, to me, you can't do anything on the offensive line. Because, like, think about this. If Stetson Bennett was with a trash offensive line, he would not be starting anywhere else. And i was just being honest with you guys. Now, the kid's a hell of a player he can play, but the guy has protection. The guy knows that he can confidently sit back there, one of the best offensive linemen in college football, and, throws, and and throw footballs down the field. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's that kind of confidence and that thing in the back of your head that, yeah, um, to me, offensive line is is where you win. Uh offensive line, defensive line. Like you see in the SEC, like we got guys that can run four fours. Like we've had it, Philip, Philip Dorset, Stacey Coley, David Njoku, freaking at your tight end. We had Duke Johnson at running back. But outside of that one year, like you think about Alabama and Georgia, they consistently have offensive linemen and defense line that they're putting in the league every year. And that's where we got to be. Look, bro, let me tell
4: you, bro, all they got to do is go down to Oklahoma, Kansas, get them big-ass corn husker boys,
1: and we're going to be all right. Literally, it's that simple. Nah, you got to go get – nah, but you got to get boys from Georgia. For sure. get some guys from Louisiana because I put like this, mindset, too, also matters. So even if you have a guy that's not that good, but you got a guy that has a hell of a mindset, um, he'll change you. Like a lot of people uh, don't know David Njoku, but when David Njoku first came in, he was a Jersey guy. Like, you I feel me? Mean, he was from New York, New Jersey. Like, he was kind of that he lived with Stan Dobar who was from Louisiana and Stan Dobar was like, I'm not playing none of it. Like it's a mindset thing. So you also need guys, maybe they are undersized, but if they're a flat out bulldog, like you need those guys. Like, like, like you really do, because they're the tone set of the offensive line.
5: Bro, come out to Utah, get
1: some of these Polynesians, bro. That's why. No cap. Yeah. That- That's Nah, nah, I, I, I definitely love some Polynesians. We'll, uh, I definitely like those boys. Those 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 I, I love their mindset. So uh them boys uh, yeah. eat, live, breathe, sleep football. Nah, I know that that's what you need though. Like you, you yeah. really do. But yeah,
2: if you see if you seen the office alignment that um Mario and Coach Marbon are, um recruited in this class, uh, you you will see like they change. I think the got shortest you. the shortest office alignment that we got is six three. And I think he's gonna be a center. Um but every, all the other ones are 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, like, That's what
1: you want, though. And you want yeah. it consistent, though. Like, to me, to me it is that. Like, I remember uh, I met Matt Luke, so they almost they almost put me with Matt Luke to be his recruiter because um, I was doing Monk and Matt, and I walked up to him, and I was like, hey, coach, like, I'm a recruiting coordinator. Um, I'm going to help you with offensive line. Like, what are you looking for? He was, like, big and tall. I was like, huh? He's like, they better be over 6'3", and they better be over 275 pounds. Thank you. And he walked out. That was it. Like, and he was like, from there, I'll recruit them. But if they, they don't meet those standards, I don't even want to look at them. And so, yeah, you need those guys. You know what I mean? Like, you need those big, hefty guys because, like, when you think about Clemson, like, they're going to put another two or three first-rounders. And those guys, all 6'3", six, 6'4", six, like, they're big as hell.
3: In fact, so, Malik, let me, let me go back to something you said earlier, right, about, about trying to, like, get the young guys to come in and develop, right? now you mentioned kirby being more on the recruiting trail than anything and and dealing with the the current players right how the hell do you keep these kids happy if they're not playing and the coach really ain't interfacing with them much um in the era of the portal and and nil and shit like that how do you keep those kids happy and and not you know looking to to go elsewhere uh one i'll say if you're winning
1: most people are happy um so i'll say that's number one you know what i mean like if 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 you're not playing and you're on a losing team like you're double negative if i'm not playing but my team's winning like what can i really say um so to me it's a little bit of that you know i mean at the end of the day like when a guy comes in and talks to kirby and says oh like why am i not playing he says because we're winning and he's making these plays and this is why but if kirby was losing then, then what can he say so to me it's a little bit of that um but i would say this at the end of the day man if if a kid really works hard and, and there was actually an article came about me, you know, Mark Rick, my uh, red shirt sophomore year, told me um, to my face after the spring practice that I should transfer and that I'll, I'll never play for him. Um, and no, and I that was basically him telling me to transfer. And it was like, I can either listen to somebody that just got here. And I can basically get from my dream to ever like wear the my uniform playing, or I can, you know, be soft and transfer. So to me, it's some of that, man. Like at the end of the day, everybody's human, everyone can get better. So these coaches are gonna play the best player. And even though, like, yes, that coach, my assistant, you might not like, if you bust your ass, and you remember like what got you to to, to wear the you, like most of the time, you'll you'll get back to that success, right? I feel like most kids, they get there, they become complacent, they feel like they already made it. And that's whenever they start to like do stuff that naturally and normally when they were in high school. They weren't doing because in high school they were worried about getting to college. Now if they made it, it's like they start to relax. Like hell, nah, don't relax.
4: Man, fuck that. Look, bro, if you not happy, bro, if, then there needs to be a change in mindset, bro. It, you you look the kids at Bama. Them boys don't play till their junior year. Najee Harris did not play till his junior really like start start really popping up junior year, sophomore, junior year. Look at Mark Ingram. We look at all them guys, Trent Richardson, all them. None of them boys. They was all behind. They was all behind each other. T.J. Yeldon. They was all behind each other, just getting better, bro. If you Well, then we, we have to like me, three-headed right? monster.
1: What's that like, EJ? You, you feel LC, me, bro? It was
4: beat, bro. They had Eddie Lacy, and, bro. Had deep, bro. Every year, bro. Every year, bro. if You have somebody ahead of you, bro. And you're not playing.
1: Your your game should elevate,
4: bro. If you're not really? playing, bro, leave. Get the fuck yeah. out of here, nigga. Like, I don't know, bro. That there needs to be a change in mentality at Miami, bro. Like, if well, but playing, it also has to
1: come with the change in competition too. to understand bro. too, bro. I Man, sometimes it's hard whenever you know. Yes, I'm putting someone out there, but I know that he's not the best. and So I got to right. recruit better. So that's what recruits also help, too. Recru- recruiting is like the, the answer to everything, bro. At
4: the end of the day, bro. But I'm talking about individually, bro. If you're not playing, fam, if you're not happy with what you got going on, fam, leave, fam. If, you all, if The mentality should always be, fam, or I'm not playing, fam. What do I need to do? To play, fam.
1: That, that's that's the end. That's the end thing, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you gotta understand though. Like, if uh, a lot of people think that, bro, but they don't understand that they also got to become a better player. You know, so, I mean, a lot of people also have the poor me mentality. So most people like, oh, like I'm not gonna play. I'm gonna transfer. Not saying hell no. Like I came here for a reason. Fuck that. Like I'm gonna keep getting better and better. I'm making you eat your fucking words. That's what I did with Rick. Like I literally said, I'm gonna make him eat his words. And he's gonna fucking play me.
6: Facts.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Rick, yeah. What he told me
1: I was he literally said, "You're not gonna play for me." And I be like, "Fuck that. I'm I'm gone."
4: For me, fam, it's like if, if you feel like, if you looking at it like, oh, I'm not good enough, fam. I don't
1: think I'm gonna play. It's but like the, but yeah, play. but so you're gonna let another guy tell you something? It's like what what the text said. It said, hey, listen, bro, we don't think you're good enough, but you're still on the team. You gonna keep working, or you gonna be like, I'm oh, to nah, no, keep working. Trade? that's what I'm saying, though. Right. So you can't like, say yeah. Well, let me
3: ask you this, right? Because like a lot of the guys that are putting on for us and shit, they transfer. They're not even our recruits. They transfer. And they yeah, but a lot of those guys are guys. older.
1: So they've had a chance to develop. They've had a chance to understand football. They have a chance to be around college or at least elite speed. You know, what I mean, we're asking a lot of young guys that that have it, and I'll and I'll say this too: one thing that's really going to help us. And I know it's it, it went super under the radar, but when you get good walk-on guys, and I know Brevin can speak of uh, Jimmy Murphy, when you get good walk-on guys that make it hell for your offense or defense, that shit changes your offense and defense, and it makes you better. It makes the guys better. Like. Like I said, like, that's the reason why, like, when Georgia has, like, Broderick playing scout team, it's not because Broderick can't start, but it's because he's more important to give J.D. Davis and Jalen Carr and all those guys a hell of a look so that day when they get their 40, 50 reps, it's more important to have him over the twos just standing holding his hand. And nice. to me, it's, it's, it's that part, too. So, um, so the recruiting part re- is
6: huge, man. It's really a mentality thing, you know, not to cut you off, bro. really just a mentality thing. When, when you got, you look back in the day, even all the guys that played at the youth. And you know Ed Reed and them guys coming in as freshmen, they know they got guys in front of them that's starting. But like again, like Malik said, you can't just because you're not playing year one or year two, you just gonna you just gonna dip out. You know, again, when I, when I started Division two, playing four, but I had a guy that was way better than me, but I just
4: outworked them to get on the field. Facts. You know? and so it's really a mentality thing. Facts. That's how I look at it, bro. It, it has to be a mentality. Like, bro, I look at it like. Like, bro, when we had, we had DJ Dallas and we had Cam, Cam could have been, DJ was our number one, DJ was RB1, no question. D, Cam could have easily been like, ah, oh, fam, I'm not RB1, I'm not getting my touches. He could have been like, I'm sliding, I'm leaving, fam. But he stayed, he stayed behind DJ, He DJ in the league going crazy. He stayed behind DJ and he, he learned from DJ, bro. Like, that's how I feel like so, he should be, bro. Like,
6: and see, and
4: see the, thing,
6: the thing is, why, why would you want to leave? When you see someone in front of you that's gonna Mom, be an potential man. first rounder, Facts. like that can be you. Why, why would you not want to learn? Because nowadays you don't need four years. You need one good year. You need maybe two, and you are good and you go. So if you if you coming in and buddy a junior, you know just stay behind buddy. You gonna get Facts. your time and shine. But you gotta right. understand though, no, most
1: most people have a me mentality. So it's yeah, not like right. oh let me learn and get better. It's oh coach. You told me that I had a chance to play, so why the hell am I not playing? Well, so i you,
6: say I want to well, get better. You right, if, if it's a Brevin poor me can, mentality. Brevin, you can kind of attest to it because, you know, I, I knew you coming in. Like, I know I left before you, but you coming in as a freshman and whatnot, you seen guys ball in front of you. You've seen mm-hmm. first-rounders go in front of you. Like, why would you not want to stay there and compete? Exactly. Because you know exactly where you, was, where you can be in the future. They done shown you. It's been proven. You know what I mean? Thanks.
4: It's that simple to me, bro. Like, if somebody ahead of you is going crazy, bro, you like whatever the situation is, bro. If dude, if dude, even if dude in front of you is not going crazy, you what can you do? You can't sulk about it, like fuck it, like do some ready. extra work to get the coaches' attention so that they and, have a reason to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. dudes be like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, like that's such a victimization mentality. But I hate that shit.
3: And be ready because as you see this year, like the running back room went down, and DJ, you you in here now. Yeah, DJ got it. yeah.
6: Hey, what up, boy? DJ, what's up, slime?
3: Come off come
7: mute. Off there you go. Man, what up,
3: y'all, boy?
7: Hey, man, on, where's, where's Trav at? I don't know. He on another bus. We finna
4: uh, fly out oh, to shit. Germany. We play in Germany Sunday. Oh, hell no. Bro, you
1: sound tired as hell.
4: What I keep gonna fly to Germany,
1: bro? Uh, bro
4: dude's on my TV talking about it. They hate them, the international games, bro. But you gotta play it. again Sunday, bro.
1: next Sunday, like, nah, we're we,
4: we got a bye week next Sunday. Oh, yeah, you're
1: oh,
7: yeah, you're chilling. are chilling.
1: Hey, coming to Miami
7: then? Nah, I'm going back to uh, Hawaii for, for the Hey, hot money. Hey,
1: but I
7: just wanted to say my little piece a little bit. Hey, bro. Brevin, and you know, uh, you know how how it was when we was at Miami. uh hmm y'all can still hear me. Yep, yeah, you good. All uh, right, but yeah, you know how it was when, when we was all there, and uh, right, that that jump that happened Saturday, that's like not acceptable. Like I don't, I don't care, know. I don't care what what your record is going into that game. That jump right there is not acceptable. Like like. Uh, so to me, just watching the game, like I don't care who you put out on the field, like it should be no drop off, like from from top to bottom. So if we would have if we would have put Jimmy Murphy out there, it wasn't no drop off. Like Jimmy Murphy was gonna go in there and do his thing, like, stretch it up. Yeah. Hell yeah, he was. So, so like my thing is like it shouldn't be no drop off. And another thing, like mentality, like it it, it come down to like. Like how bad do you how bad you really want that jump? Like, how bad do you and I'm trying not to cuss, but how bad do you really wanna be a Miami hurricane? Or you know, how bad do you really wanna to, wanna to build on the foundation that was that was laid for you back in the eighties? Like that's why that's why I came to Miami and that's why folks like Brevin and, and Malik came to Miami because they knew the tradition, they knew the stories, they knew they knew the legends that walked before us, right? and that's why I, I believe that shit. I bleed orange green. Like I ain't gonna Miami gon' always be with me, you feel me? But like that shit that what we put out on the field that product was is bad. Like motherfuckers look like they, they laying down like, Yeah, and that shit hurt. Yeah, it's it's that shit hurt, Back bro. like that's that's not Miami football. Like that's not that's not that's not what 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 I'm proud of. I, I'm I'm proud that I put the on my chest but but like seeing that, like nah, bro, I, I can't get behind that. And I know, I don't know Chris Ball and and uh the rest of the coaches doing their doing their job. And you know that, you know it's it's really a, a uphill battle for for them as far as rebuilding go. But, bro, like come on, like, you gotta have some pride. it has gotta be some type of ego about about like losing, especially to the school up north. Like, bro, you gotta come in that game with some shit. Like you gotta pack your fucking lunch. And and get ready for a fucking dog fight, and we didn't, we didn't, and and it's been showing we've been letting scrubs beat us. So that's really all I gotta say. I'm pissed off. I mean, I've been following it from a distance, but I'm pissed off. That, it, this the shit just
4: pissed me off, honestly. Nah, fam, that shit was definitely embarrassing, bro. But shit, I hear you. Trust. The thing is, though, with that Florida State game, bro, is. I don't know, bro. I, it's some. It, I, I tweeted it, bro. But it would be something different in the air, bro. When you wake up and you play in Florida State, bro, it's something different about it. Like you get like a high, you get like a, a life high, bro. The fact that you even step on the field with them boys, like it, it, it brings out a different competitive, competitive nature. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, bro. We got to, we got to just give time, bro. Because I ain't gonna cap to you, but I trust Chris. Bro. I trust what he got going on, bro. Because I'm watching it from my from my outside view. Man, them boys, DJ, I know you remember when we was there, but we was eating Chick-fil-A for breakfast, cuz we what Kyle had Chick-fil-A ready for us. So it's it's just a lot different, but I I trust it, bro. But damn, I know exactly what you said. Every time
7: nowadays, like now being on the outside looking in, like every time I hear, like, man, yeah, next year, next year, next year, like even when I was there, like I got tired of hearing that John. Like, I got tired of hearing next year. I got tired of hearing, goddamn. Yeah, bro, we gonna be better next year. Like, no, bro, we can be so good right now. Like, if, if motherfuckers just bought in and like stop bitching and complaining about like, oh, this coaching is hard, or oh, we don't get along with this coach, or oh, I ain't rocking with this. Like, like put your ego and pride aside and goddamn gonna go to work. Put your head down. And I heard somebody on here say like, with, with with the fact of like people people being uh like depth chart uh talent and shit. Like, we got talent. There's talent on the roster. It's just, like, is this talent working hard or is it not working hard? Like, because that's, that's what I was – shit, I wasn't the most talented joker on the field. Like, you feel me? I, I'm not the fastest. I'm not the strongest. And even still to this day in the league, bro, I I utilize my my work ethic and, and knowing that I'm I'm out working motherfuckers in the off season to carry me in my career. And, and I feel like motherfuckers aren't really working hard. Like, yeah, like I see on Instagram, like, oh, this, that, and the third, but – like, are y'all really working hard? Are y'all putting in that extra work? Are y'all are y'all in the weight room? Are y'all studying film for real? Like, because if y'all are, y'all might need to do it a little bit harder. That, bite, bro, bro, that, that was DJ was saying bad. he won the most. That that
5: was DJ saying he won the most talent. Yeah, Man, yeah let me tell you, that boy DJ. capping boy, that boy was, <laughs>
4: Man. That, boy was yeah, I, that boy I was, was gonna shit. say
5: that, bro. Don't let that boy you. I was gonna say that, bro. DJ can play about three or four different positions out there and play well too, bro. Don't what? say yourself right. a shout like that. <laughs>
6: right.
5: Listen, nah, I remember when, when we finna going to get uh, on this plane. I, hey, I love
7: y'all. I'm going to get on this plane. I'll hit y'all a little bit later. All
3: right, DJ. Hey, I remember DJ out there at Paradise Camp, uh, the first one, uh, playing DB against Jerry Judy.